0: This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by Kelly Joe Golson. Kelly Joe is the Chief Marketing Officer at the Advocate Aurora Health System, AAH. Uh, Advocate Aurora has grown tremendously, uh, uh, originally evolved out of the merger of two systems, and has done just a magnificent job. We're going to talk to Kelly Joe today about sort of how marketing and branding has changed over the last couple of years of the pandemic, sort of some of the lessons learned. Uh, how marketing and brand communications impacts issues like health equity, social determinants of health, and how these communications is used to address those issues, and a little bit more. Kelly Joe, can I ask you to take a moment to introduce yourself?
1: Yes, so great to be here with you. Um, Thanks so much for having me, Scott. Um, I have been with Advocate Aurora going on 14 years and leading the, not only the the branding and marketing, but also all of the consumerism work and public affairs uh, side of of the healthcare organization.
0: Magnificent. So it it, it begs the question, been for 14 years, did you originally come out of the Aurora side or the Advocate side, or, or, or how did you evolve with Advocate Aurora?
1: I have been, um, I joined the organization on the, the advocate side. Um, I have spent the, the bulk of my career in healthcare. I actually started way back when as a healthcare journalist. Um, I was a newspaper reporter and, and covered the healthcare um, industry as part of my beat. And just very early in my career, became very passionate about the industry and quickly pivoted uh, full-time into, into that role.
0: Magnificent. And and talk a little bit about how communications, branding, how you look at marketing, how has it evolved over the last couple of years with sort of the pandemic, with telehealth, with health equity? Talk a little bit about how all these issues have come together and how you look at marketing and the in the sort of and how it's changed over the last couple of years.
1: You know, and that is that is the <laughs> A huge question to, to tackle, and I and I, and a couple of fronts, Scott. On that is, I would say within my industry or within my profession as a communicator, as a marketing, what massive change um, has been about in the, in the last you know three, four, five years? You just look at the evolution of the journalism space, of the digitization, digitalization of the world, and how we. Um, how we seek content, how we consume content, how we make our decisions, and then you couple with that the massive changes underway within the healthcare industry. So those two things coming together have absolutely reshaped everything that I do um, and attempt to leave for our organization each and every day. And, and it really boils down to, to a couple of just key themes, and that is to, to simplify you know, and, and as, as consumers and patients are navigating this complex world of healthcare, we are called to simplify the journey um, so that that's been first and foremost, also personalized. Um, you know, the world of, of data and digital has afforded us the opportunity to personalize the message the right message at the right time using the right channel to the right individual. And that sounds pretty simple, but, but it's a complex undertaking. And then the other thing I would say is a significant shift within the healthcare industry of no longer focusing on caring for the sick, but it's really taking care of the well, which dovetails right into our por- purpose here at Advocate Aurora, which is helping others live well. So that pivot into the world of wellness versus sickness is, is significant.
0: When you talk about Kelly-Joel, how you reach your audience. Give us a couple thoughts on how that's evolved. I mean, in the old days, not that long ago, it might've been TV and print advertising in other ways. Talk about how quickly that's evolved over the last two to five years.
1: Sure. So, you know, I go way back in my career and um, was with several systems in Houston, Texas where I started out my career in healthcare. And I remember at that point we were producing, um, you know, magazines and newsletters and 200, 300, 400,000 um, pieces that we would print and we would just do a broad Sweet drop across all of our uh, all of our communities that that we served at that point, point. and it was it was a little bit of everything, right? It was it was everything in the kitchen sink on content, on services and care and wellness and hospitals and all of all of that information. Um, fast forward now into the world of of data and digital, we are now able to get into the hand into the palm of the the the, the, of the individual consumer of information that's relevant to them based on their um, demographics, based on their health history, based on uh, the zip codes in which they live, um, but also do it in a way that they let us know this is how they want information. Do they want something mail to their home? Do they want us to call their cell phone? Do they want to receive a text? Um, and so it has allowed us to serve up much more relevant content to individuals that really can begin to make significant difference in outcomes and the overall health and wellness.
0: And and take a moment, Advocate Aurora has been a leader in diversity, equity, and inclusion, really at the forefront of that, particularly in our region of the world. Talk for a moment about how communications and branding works with health equity and, and tries to reach communities in the right way to make sure communities are served well and so forth. Can you take a moment there?
1: You bet. You know, so as we've been able to deliver this very personalized, very local content, it became abundantly clear that we had got a we have got a gap, right? And we saw that within COVID. We know that COVID disproportionately hit certain communities and individuals. And so, you know, one of the things that Advocate Roar has done is we've, we have really planted a, a, a flag to, to commit not only is diversity, equity, and inclusion ingrained in our culture and all that we do and say, but we also have we're to make an impact in our local communities by increasing life expectancy within those zip codes that have been disproportionately impacted by many chronic health conditions. But it really begins with some of the small steps. You know, some of it is making sure that we're using culturally relevant language and all that we do and say, making sure that we're delivering that the messenger is often just as important. I shouldn't even say often. It's always just as important as the message itself. Our individuals hearing The message from from those who look like them, those who talk like them, and a message that's relevant in the way that they need to seek that information. And and clearly, you know, this is direct to consumer of the efforts that we're doing, but it's also a lot of work that we're doing across our own organization. Um, Things like launching our Real Talk series, where we are having um, engaging two-way conversations across our organization of these issues that are facing uh, the social determinants of health and, and the, the, the social and race issues that are plaguing all of us across our country right now, and making sure that we're, we're not only addressing it within our communities, but also within our organization. And Kelly
0: Joe, 2020, 2021, fascinating, challenging, scary years uh, for so many of us take a moment on, as we head into sort of the, we're, we're through the first quarter of 2021, we're moving along. What are you most excited about as you look at the landscape this year?
1: You know, the thing that I'm most excited about, Scott, is is really this world of digital and and all that it offers. As we look at really creating a broader, single digital platform, a digital ecosystem, it's just inspiring to me to think about the impact we can have in truly helping others live their healthiest life. You know, certainly the things that we're able to do with virtual visits. Um, you know, I think about how we entered the year of 2020 with a hope to hit 25,000 virtual visits across our system. We ended up surpassing a million. I think that, that the adoption now of all things digital um, I, I are really powerful of what's ahead, of being able to offer health and wellness services in the palm of the hand of individuals to bring those capabilities into their homes. And I think that, you know, there's also a tremendous opportunity to help address that digital divide that we see. Um, make sure that all of our communities and all of our individuals have access to broadband, to the technology, and helping close that gap on technology education, once we're able to do all of those things, I think the opportunities are endless. And I'm really excited. I think we're just scratching the surface of where we can go um, within this broader digital platform within the healthcare space and really excited to to help lead that forward.
0: And, and let me ask you um, another question. In the old days of marketing, and this was before the sort of Ogilvy on the advertising and all those kinds of things, so much of advertising was around building a brand, uh, building a place in the consumer's mind or business to business, the business's mind about how something operated and so forth. It, as you look at sort of chief of marketing for, chief marketing officer for a huge health system, a 12, $13 billion health system, it might be more by now for all I know. Yeah, how much of, is, is it branding? Is it regeneration? generation? Is it sending a message? How do you sort of define the purpose today of marketing for a mega health system?
1: You know, so Scott, I think it's all of the above. Um, but I will tell you that, you know, early in my career, it was all about the branding, right? It, it was all about about that. I I, I do believe in those Um, fundamentals of marketing and branding where it does begin with awareness you know first consumers have to be aware of your brand and who you are or what the opportunity is around health and wellness services they have to first have that awareness before they move into converting um, to an appointment but I will tell you that is just the, the the the, the beginning of uh, the platform where it used to all live and die there. I think now um, there's so much more to do exactly what you were saying on the lead gen on the conversion. And beyond the conversion, it's the ongoing engagement. Of um, really focused for us to make an impact on the overall health and wellness of an individual. It can't just be those two, three, or four times of a health encounter. It really has to be about creating a sticky relationship with a consumer where they're engaging with us on a regular daily, weekly um, basis. And so it's no longer just outreach for them to come in for a mammogram or come in for a surgery. You know, we're helping guided meditations. We're helping serve up healthy recipes, connecting them on, with an online dietitian. Um, maybe doing mind-body sessions with them. So it has, it has, um, it, it has the, the the world of branding and marketing um, has certainly shifted and absolutely has shifted within the healthcare sector.
0: Kelly, Joe, one last question: as the way in which people communicate, brand market deliver messages it's changed so much over the last 20 years and, and and advocate aurora from my perspective has just gotten better and better at this what advice do you have for people trying to stay in the game trying to stay current trying to watch closely and implement closely quickly the trends and how people communicate and work what advice do you have for other people in the cmo space
1: you know, I think it's a couple of things. I think one is to always uh, be willing to look outside of your space. I think we can learn so much from across industry and um I think and creating real authentic relationships, we know that when a consumer feels that they can connect with you on a broader moral, ethical, belief system level, then they are going to become more loyal to your brand and more willing to change their behavior accordingly. So I think just staying apprised of what's happening within other sectors, um, staying apprised at technology, but I think where it starts and ends, and I don't think we've always done a good job of this, we don't take any action without the consumer insight. So despite the fact that there's some new, you know, new channel or some new, um, a fad, I think always going to the consumers, always going to your target consumer and first hearing from them, getting their input, getting their insights and letting that really inform where you go, um, forward. I think that that's, that's key. And that's something I would always advise folks to take the time to do that.
0: Thank you very much, Kelly Joe. I think great advice and and to stay close to who the ultimate consumer is and really hear what they're thinking. So if not, you could really be missing the point on the on the marketing, branding, lead generation, et cetera, et cetera. Kelly Joe Golson, thank you so much for taking the time to join us in the Backers Healthcare podcast. Just a pleasure to get to visit with you.
1: Thanks so much, Scott. Really enjoyed it.